A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. This is Demus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode you of the well DNA Airwaves. I am one of your hosts. My name is Dariki. I'm here with my partner in crime as always. Anthony, how you doing today, sir? Good, man. Good, good. Good, and we're joined by... Glad to be here with you, as always. Yes, yeah, sorry, my internet might be a little delayed as per usual. That's the uh, beauty of these internet... Uh, podcast uh, can you hear me that's okay okay wasn't sure sorry you guys both look frozen yeah we got so you let me just take over where you left stuff. off so you know it's a cliffhanger cliffhanger Stop moving around Start moving we are joined around. by the one and only keisha wins <laughs> yeah hey, keisha glad to have you i know we talked about Thanks this a long me. time ago so here we are making it happen <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good, man. It's good. It's good to catch up. It's weird to catch up with you on here because we talk in like normal life, and I, I see you every now and I then. Now uh, we're on a screen doing a podcast, and uh, Taruki seems to be leaving. <laughs> yeah, <You> good. All right, <laughs> I'm good. Technical difficulties. He's got ants in his pants today. No, I know, I know. Weather and all that sort of, yeah, yeah, cool, man. So yeah, thanks oh, yeah. again. Glad you're here. So let's talk. And um, I guess we could start off with what you have going on in the next. No, no, that's that is silly. I know you so well that I just assume <laughs> that everybody does. I got to slow down. This is a podcast. My friend Keisha's here with us. As well. Yeah, you guys, yeah, yeah. You guys Let's go all the way back. Exactly. But let's uh, let's start with how you two met originally. Oh my goodness! How did we meet, Anthony? It was a. Uh, it was the winter. It was the cold, cold winter. It was the cold. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Of a book? I'm gonna know. guess. <laughs> no, that's Jay uh, Jay Z's poetry reading for this evening on the <laughs> Roots Unplugged thing. I'm I've always to wanted remember. to say it. So that was my shot, my time to shine. I feel like it would have been a Dwayne Morgan show, and I feel like Dwayne Morgan has ah, been yes. kind of. Wait, am I right about that though? I think it Maybe, was. Right? I think it was Dwayne Morgan. You were playing for him, and I went. Yeah, to he go seems to be visit. like the hub for a lot of connections yeah. in the city. Definitely, so that's most likely it. I know for I'm gonna. Hey. Goodness. Do, shall I say maybe these are tough questions, six, man. This is seven, the hardest podcast that I've ever done. Part seven cast. or eight years Part ago, cast. maybe. I feel like hard cursed. I feel minimum, yeah. Let's yeah. go with that. Okay. Okay, dope. 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 Maybe ten. Could be, yeah. Okay, so now that we've got that established, <laughs> approximate time, uh, maybe place. 
<laughs> um, before we met, though, you were doing a lot of things in music. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's hear a little bit about your, your start in music. Well, yeah, I mean, just as far as the uh, evolution of Keisha went. But how did you get started yeah. in music? I, I got started in music from church. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I was going to say, is it going to be church? Yeah. Yeah. Church? I don't even oh, know yeah. why I started. Because I, I, every now and then I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You just yeah you're right. No. Yeah, got okay. started in church. Um, singing. Forward. Yep, singing, leading, uh, conducting choir from when I was like 10 years old. Um, yeah. Uh, Wait, what? From, hmm? You said conducting? Yeah, at 10? conducting choir. Conducting at 10? choir yep. at 10? 10, wow. Yep. At 10 I love how old, people yeah. breeze through these things like it's normal. That's not normal. Okay, so we have a choir director prodigy. Or well, you know, I, well, you know, growing up in a predominantly black Caribbean church, yeah, they just throw you into mm. things and pretty much they produce. Oh, and yeah, and you know, mm -hmm. that's true. Sometimes you had it. Church, Hallelujah! Jesus intervened. Can you guys hear me? God. Now we can hear you. Yeah. Let <laughs> the church say Amen. Yeah, Someone, we got sir, you. We got I'm you. So sorry, somebody. <laughs> someone had called. How dare um, they? And then the phone started ringing. Anyhow, oh wow! So what happened was they—it's either you sink or swim. Mm. And I guess I started to swim. That's facts. Um, mm. it, interesting enough, I pivoted I like over it. to playing flute. What gravitated okay, so, you towards the flute? I, well, you know, you go to um, uh, what's called middle school, I guess, grade seven, grade eight, and they say pick yeah. your instrument. Okay. And so I looked at the smallest instrument that you can bring home. <laughs> <laughs> Right? She's was thinking down the line of stuff. traveling on planes. I wasn't yeah. trying to bring Smart. no tuba or timpani. <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't oh, trying God. to stay back at school to practice the French horn or whatever. <laughs> so I saw the flute. It looked cute. I played True. flute for 13 years. So when mm -hmm, I got mm -hmm. to um, high school, oh, wow. I um, okay. was playing flute in the, you know, the band, orchestra band at the school and wasn't mm. singing at school. No one knew okay. that I could sing. Until I was yeah. in grade 10, and our librarian, who was a black woman, decided she was going to launch the first ever Black History Month mm. thing at our school. So they were doing auditions, and I said, yeah, wow. I, 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 let me sing. Now, my friends, <laughs> they were like, girl, you can't sing. I had a friend that had a list, but she was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> like, you can't sing. Wow. Like, whatever. And yeah. I was like, okay, right? I guess I can't sing. Now, this was the weirdest audition I've ever come across, where you're literally in the cafeteria. You think it's only the panel that's auditioning you, right? Right, The yeah. whole blasted school. All the okay. black people <laughs> in the school yeah. are sitting in the blasted cafeteria, okay? Oh, my All goodness. the bad, bad man them. <laughs> every, wow, every no pressure. <laughs> so, Bad man, all the clicks. You're gonna get rolled when you get outside, right? So no one's kicking them out. No one's talking. Oh, I decide man. to sing. You could hear a yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I was finished, I hear boop, 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 boop. I wonder what you're saying. Banging the table, bit, 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 right? And yeah. then the girl who had the list was like, "Oh my god, wow. I didn't know you could sing! Oh my gosh, I didn't know." 
So after that, oh, everybody this... <laughs> would ask me to sing for everything. So I realized, okay, maybe this Tongue is something is I could do. So that was my humble beginnings. Mm. Then I went to Humber College for That's music, big. jazz, vocal. Okay. Loved it. It was like, I think my favorite, yeah. favorite time of my life, being at a college where people, there wow. were people like me who love music. That's big. Yeah. You got to collaborate with other people and be creative, jam out, you know, and touch different genres of music. Um, you know, I got, I was in the Latin yeah. band, you know, everything. It was yeah. so cool. So that's what got me into music. But prior to that, I was working with Dwayne Morgan. We were a part of Up From The Roots. So, you know, mm, Dwayne right. Morgan's our connection. And that's how I okay, got into yeah, the yeah. love of producing shows. Right? Which brings me yeah. to now in my life where I have QW okay. Productions Corporation. And uh, we have a bunch of shows. Yeah. And, um, and my my whole thing with that is to, to, to have uh, decent entertainment... That is, um, yep. has nostalgia. Okay. Um, that we run on time. Okay. <laughs> that was a big thing for me. Mm, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's music that I love. It's the soul. Okay, me Back in the day, R&B music, you know, that you'd find at some kind of Vibes. someone's basement yeah, yeah, party, yeah. red light. Mm. Parents are have the bar open kind of music, <laughs> you know. So we have yeah. Lionel Richie, Luther Vandross, oh, man, music, yeah. uh, Marvin Gaye. We even have a Tina Turner show, mm. um, Gladys Knight, Whitney Houston. And uh, yeah, so I love producing. Great. Shows. Yeah. But I'm also an artist. So I mm. I do sing and I have my own EP uh, out that I released. Um, yeah, doing a lot of things. In 2021, that uh, Black Shoes was became number yeah, one, check that one um, on the Canadian independent uh, Black nice. music chart. And uh, yeah, so I'm doing a Big. lot. I love that I'm in the music realm. I, I have my hand You're in doing a lot, yeah. Different pies, you know. No, that makes sense, and I think yeah, I know, I understand that. Diversify. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's important to be, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. versatile. For sure, absolutely. You know? <laughs> and of course, I've been one of the, yes, the yes, wedding yes. singers. Yeah. You know, yeah. singing in wedding bands for how many years? Mm -hmm. Doing like 250 weddings a year, you know. 250, wow. Yeah. yeah. I used Very to impressive. be backup singer for Maestro, Fresh West. Wow. For Snow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In One of the Matt great Dust, Canadian hip-hop, yeah. I've, um, oh, you, uh, Anthony, you and I I'm played slack. for um, Julie Black. The infamous Julie Black, Not at the anthem. after the anthem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah. I had the I had the privilege of uh, backing up artists and going on tour with some artists as well. Jack Soul was my main one. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was his backup singer right yeah. up until the end, and um, yeah. Wow. I know, Many it's a lot. different hats. So um, I guess this backtracking, I actually have to backtrack twice because I need to go a little further back. I'm curious. Okay. Do you remember that first song you sang in front of the school kids, all the, the bad men, them, and everyone else? We belong. Was it Why Should I Feel Discouraged? Yeah, I feel like that's always, that was the go-to song back then. <laughs> no, it was actually, I saw the Cosby show hmm. and um, Claire Huxtable sang this song called uh -huh. We Belong Together. 
it was just so beautiful <laughs> that that's laughing? what I sang. Oh, okay. And that was it. I don't recall. I don't remember that one. I, don't, I just I can only hard by the hooks and voices. Many of us were. Yeah. Just you and me and the world to see. We'll make it be so complete. You'll be my love. You'll be my joy forever together. Ooh. That was the fast version, but it was wow, that's all I you. had to say. Appreciate it. Shout out to Claire Huxtable. Okay. Claire, Claire Huxtable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. So then, yeah, right? All right, all right. I still love me a Cosby show. Trust um, me, I do. Yeah. Well, no haters. So, so fast forwarding from the yeah, of course, in my heart forever, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm a... It's all right, man. Um, so fast forwarding a little bit, you did a lot of singing, you played some instruments. Um, and then I guess at some point you wanted to make a shift from singing, as I definitely understand, because I did the same, not so much from singing, but just as far as being a musician on the stage, um, just as far as like venturing out more into like the business and other spaces within the industry. Mm-hmm. So when you started QW Productions, what was the main motivation behind that? I had a dream. I know, I sound like Dr. Martin Luther King mm. Jr. by saying that. It's Martin Luther but King. He <laughs> goes from the Huxtables to the King. Okay. Right? I actually literally had a dream. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. It was September 3rd, 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm mm. hearing or I'm seeing in my dream Luther Vandross singing the song called Creek. Huh. And literally it moved me to tears. Okay. Like I woke up, and I don't know why I sat up in bed. And okay, I when you said, woke up, I yeah, I just said, "Oh my gosh, I miss his voice so much. I miss him." Yeah, and yeah. Um, that's when I said, in my head, "Why don't you do a show?" You know, paying tribute to Luther Vandross, and I'm like, hmm. "Yeah, let's do it." Literally by yeah. ten o'clock that morning, I had my list of singers. The songs, I w- that week I checked out venue, um, and then I realized Dang. instead of just doing one show, why not make this an entity? You should start producing more shows, Keisha. Yeah. What should you call it? QW Productions. Makes All sense. right. So got yeah. someone to make the logo, somebody to build the website. It was mm-hmm. <laughs> within a couple weeks. It was just bam, 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 bam. That's how I. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I respect that. Definitely. So, okay, so you jumped off the stage. Well, you didn't jump off the stage, but you jumped from the stage to, uh, I guess, now, you know, producing. uh, I guess it's almost behind the scenes on that level. So what was the transition like there? Because I know you said you just started, like, you jumped into it. You started doing the website, the logo, and you started getting the things in place. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, but then to put on a show is a very different experience because, I mean, Dariki and I have gone through this ourselves uh, about five years ago or so. We put on a pretty successful show and full transparency, we jumped up bigger than we were ready. We took a bigger step than we should have at that Ooh, point yeah. in time. Yeah. And it went from like a major success to a major flop, which really looking back, it wasn't a flop. But as far as our expectations were set to, um, 
we were both disappointed in, you know, just the overall of that show. Some valuable lessons that we learned from it is obviously you want to learn to walk before you run and things like that. Do you have any similar experiences or lessons from that transition that you can share with us? Because I did the exact, can you see me? Yeah, it paused for a sec there, but it's yes, see. I'm not sure if Anthony heard your response right away, but it can you see for me. I can see you now. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. I can see you. Yeah. So, yeah. 100%. Just, uh, I crazy connection. Went Sorry. The exact same thing mm -hmm. with you guys that you guys went through. So I bit off more than I can chew. Okay. This whole, this massive production, mm. uh, tried to launch it again uh, a few months later, like do the show again at different yeah. uh, places. I lost yeah. seventy thousand dollars in that one year. Mm -hmm. Seventy thousand dollars, yes. Oh, so God. all yeah. I did was I, I stepped back. I realized, you know what? There's a lot more I can learn. This was this was, was not right. dead in the water. This was uh, okay. Take this, learn from it, and you know, get back up running. So I mm -hmm. took two years off. Keep moving. Um, yeah, and learn okay. from some of the people that I do um, admire and. And I know who have been doing production and watched them for two years. And then I came back and started doing shows yeah. at a bit of a smaller scale. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, that yeah, has made me success that way. Right. So, yeah, yeah I definitely I like was that. running before yeah. I learned how to walk when it came to production. Um, but it was also the excitement. You know, you always need somebody that can. Of course, yeah. In your corner that can balance you out. And my sister is my business partner and she definitely balances me out. Mm. <laughs> and and uh, Perfect. You know, says, yeah, you know, need that for sure. she's a money person. She works for one of the big banks here in Canada and she definitely be like, okay, No, nice. you're not spending that. Nice. No, doesn't make any sense. Right? So <laughs> I'm like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I'm the yeah. creative person that's like, let's do this, let's do that, right? I want the whole world. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, 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 definitely can relate with what you guys want. Yeah, that balance is important. Yeah. No, it, it really is. And especially as, like, an artist that is nice, so creative yeah. like yourself and is usually front of stage, it's hard to kind of balance the dream with reality sometimes. Yeah. Because you want to just, you know, do everything that's in your head. Yeah. And you need someone like your sister, or in my case, Anthony, to kind of just be like, well, reality dictates that we can't actually do that. And, right. and And I, I totally get that. Did you ever have that on the music side as, like, a singer as <laughs> far as, like, pursuing your career did you ever think you might have tried to jump ahead a little too quickly no not with that i i just love to sing so much that mm. I, I don't even care where i'm singing yeah that's, that's interesting thing it's, it's like you know there's some artists out there that are that is, only yeah. for being a lead singer they right you know they want to be an artist yeah. i don't care if i sing backgrounds yeah, i don't right. care what i'm doing i just love to sing right right so I feel like True. Yep. I, yeah, I feel like everything has been just, just go for amazing. It. Right? right. I, I could care less about being famous. Right, yeah. No, that's and that's a healthy outlook at your art form, like and enjoying your art is it really you is. just love doing it and you yeah. know everything else will fall into place as long as you continue to just do what you love. So that's, that's a right. really healthy outlook at 
um, pursuing the music career. When did you finally decide, though, that you wanted to release an EP? <laughs> that was interesting because my first album, I released it <laughs> called, it's called The Journey. Yeah. I released it in uh, 2012. And that was hilarious because <laughs> literally I went to Eddie Bullen, who is a great oh, producer. Shout out to Eddie. Yeah. Eddie Bullen. And yeah, yeah. I just said, I, I want to make an album. And oh, I have this one song <laughs> that I want to record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We recorded the one song. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, so where's the rest? And I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> and I was literally pulling songs out of every part of me right. to make this album. Um, it, it, I felt that album yeah. was okay. Like, it was like, all right, I did it. And I actually yeah. did a CD release, and it was at the AGO our gallery of Ontario. It was phenomenal. Nice. It was, it was sold out. It was great. Yep. Um, yeah. However, I took a hiatus. The next time I actually released something was in 2021. Mm. And what that brought that on is, first of all, mm. I'm so busy that I don't really get a chance to sit down and write music. Right. right? I'm right. just on the go, on the go all the time. I yeah. have no problem supporting yeah. other artists, but right. <laughs> me doing my art craft, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But because of George Floyd's death, yeah. his murder, <laughs> that really stirred a lot of things mm -hmm. inside of me that I knew I could not uh, articulate properly on social media. Right, um, okay. Because people, you know, there's some haters out there. Some people of course. Gotcha. will take your words, spin it around, and Absolutely. I didn't want that. The best way I knew to articulate myself was through music. Very understandable. So I called my guys up and I, I said, you know, because I'm a people person and I miss seeing people during the pandemic. Yeah. So I said, guys, and I said, you guys want to get together oh, course, and write yeah. some music? This is when it was safe, by the way. Like the government right. had said, okay, you know, y'all yeah, yeah. can come out Small of your groups. houses. Right? Okay, you waited <laughs> for the mandate. Yeah, yes. you're, you can yep, come out of your enough. house and meet people. <laughs> so we met up. We would meet up at, um, what's it called? The, the place that you had rehearsal at uh, yesterday, Anthony. The old place, the Crystal Factory. Oh, Main Stage. Yes, so now it's called Main Stage. Oh, you're balling out my whereabouts for on this podcast. <laughs> oh, I got to switch spots. My God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so you're at Main Stage recording. Yeah. Uh, or, wait, so uh, wait, you were just there kind of just like hashing out ideas and yeah, things? Yeah, hashing out ideas, and I'm always recording. Okay. So any okay. artists that are listening and you're just up and coming always record everything you're doing because yeah. you don't know what's going to come out of it. And so at the end of our four or five tip, hours, actually, together, yeah. I'm, I'm driving home and I just decide to play. And all of a sudden one of the songs came and I was like, there's something here. The song was called black shoes, but I didn't know, like at first it was me just mm. making fun of the fact that all of us came in there wearing black shoes. Right. But with the groove and everything and what I was singing, I said, you know, there's something here. So we made it a political song about the um, inequality that black people have faced over years and years and the injustice with, you know, hmm. uh, people of authority uh, pretty much killing us. Yeah. And so that became a, a, a huge success. Yep. And so from there, I started writing some songs with the guys, right? Big. That's and uh, yeah, it was a beautiful nice. thing. And that's yeah. how I came up with the EP. So now I feel, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to 
you know, be writing some more. Right. So you know? do you, you don't write every day? Do you kind of just write when yeah, it comes looking to you? Forward to you that. For it? I am so spontaneous and I'm also, um, what's the <laughs> word? I am, um, I procrastinate. Right. So for yeah. example, I Same. was the host of the Maple Blues Awards, which is, um, the night where they celebrate, uh, all, all things about the blues music genre. Gotcha, so yeah. I got to host it and it was at Harborfront a few weeks ago, end of January. And I remember they're, they're like, okay, the host gets to perform. So what do you want to perform? Me and my ideas. I'm like, you know, I'm going to write a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I wrote that song literally a week and a half before the Maple Blues Awards. Wow. And we rehearsed it. The band killed it. <laughs> we had an incredible, like to the point where the Maple Just Blues Band is go. performing in Oshawa uh, in a few months. And they've asked me, hey, can we do the song that you wrote? <laughs> That's amazing. We're wow. just we're crazy. But <laughs> you know what? I, I just, I think all artists work differently. I work better Absolutely. under pressure. Wow. Yeah. Right. And mm. so, but I do not write every day because again, my, my uh, life is hectic, but I do come up with ideas and I'm always pressing the uh, voice record button on my uh, phone. Smart. Yeah. You know, Capture any little things gems. that come up. Yeah. yeah you never yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. So. I've heard yeah. that before, Dariki. Are you yeah. still doing that a lot yourself? Yeah, I do it all the time. All the time. It's uh, Yeah, I know you were doing a lot of like voice notes and things too. It's a great yeah. way to just capture something so that way when you do have time to sit back down Tricks of the trade. with it, you can kind of, you know, go back. And sometimes it's nothing like you forget. You completely forgot about it. Yeah. And then when you hear it again, it like unlocks something in your brain like, oh, yeah. Mm. And then you can tinker with it. Like a it's brand bit more. new. Yeah, it's uh, it's beautiful. Um. But I was going to ask, when, you, when you're in writing, do you yeah. do better in a group setting? Have you tried to write by yourself? Because I've tried to do both, and I find that there are benefits to both, but I probably would do a little mm -hmm. bit better in a group setting with other people writing. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that what you gravitate towards or you work best in? I, I like both. So that entire Same. EP, um, yes, I had my guys. We wrote the songs, but there was a couple of songs that I wrote by myself. Like I was at home, yeah, yeah. a melody line came or a bass line came and I decided, let me, let me write it. And I, I told them, I said, this is the bass group. Mm -hmm. This is what we're doing for drums. Keep, keep, uh, okay. Piano, this is what you're playing. Guitar, this is what you're doing. And I came up with the lyrics. Yeah. Beautiful. Right? So sometimes that, that's well, what happens, you know? Yeah. Magic. And it's yeah. always funny how it comes yeah. together. Like you were saying, the, the Black Shoes song started mm -hmm. as a joke and turned yeah. into a strong political message. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like you could just have a weird idea. Yeah, you don't true. expect to be the gem yeah. that it becomes. Or you it's, sit down thinking, I'm going to write a gem. And, you know, it's a silly song comes out of it. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's always funny how you're, how you're used. At least that's the way I see it. How you're used by the, you know, the powers that be. But it's... Uh, it's funny. It's the beauty you, of creativity. Absolutely. The beauty of creativity, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything can happen. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep uh, cutting Anthony yeah. off because of the delay, so I feel bad that he's not jumped in in a while. <laughs> oh, no worries, man. You don't have to apologize, but it's very, 
very Canadian for all of our American <laughs> listeners. They're just like, oh, man, you guys are so polite. You apologize for everything. Right, you do. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's all good. I mean, speaking of that, have you done much work or performing in the States at all? Um, I have, like, years ago. I don't really do it now. But I, I find that I go more overseas or in the Caribbean and perform. I think that mm. in the States, there's too where, many. Where do you find you get the most support? <laughs> uh, overseas. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm a celebrity mm. when I'm overseas. It's crazy. Nice. Um, you know, and the Caribbean. Huh. Yeah. That is, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't even think the States really know That's who something. I am. To be honest, I always I'm uh, fine with that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, do you really care anymore? Yeah, I don't they, really. Okay, that's fair. You know, so, like, it's, it's fine. Hey, if we got to know each other, great. And I you know, was performing out there, true. no problem. But that's not a big concern for me. Yeah, exactly. Nor I. Yeah, I think, like you said, it, yeah, no, I you're more it. appreciated. You what do you feel more appreciated? What do you think about the? Things. Sorry, Sorry Dury was, <laughs> was saying something. Hold on. I was just I was just saying that uh, you feel more appreciated in those regions than you do because in the U.S., you know, a, a beautiful black singer is a dime a dozen out That's there. That's right. Know? So I feel like when you go out to these other places, they're more appreciated mm. to hear, you know, a great, strong yeah. black vocalist. That's just my opinion. Oh, yeah. Well, there's so many American artists I know yeah, who moved up to there. Canada yeah. to make right. a living in the arts because there's just so mm. many of them down there. Yeah doing the same thing true. you know true. where did your love for musical theater come true, from true, true, true. yeah oh man i anything related to music i love right no, when, and when it's I'm done right it it will move you mm-hmm. and so yeah. this particular yeah. uh, musical that i'm involved in i'm co-director actually i am director but co-producer on it the playwright mm. is my business partner, uh, Je- Jennifer Bowen, or Je- Jennifer Dance Bowen. And um, she wrote this beautiful okay. play called Dandelions in the Wind. And it's about her love story. She was She's a Caucasian woman who was married to a mm. black man. Mm. And her husband died because he was beaten up by skinheads. Seriously? Yes. And so she wrote this beautiful play where she took her love story and had it enveloped by the civil rights era. So her husband was Trinidadian. She's from Mm. England. She met her husband when they were in Trinidad at um, uh, university there. Um, But they moved to England. Um, That's where he got beaten up by skinheads. And although it was years later that he died because it was some kind of bacteria infection that he got in his head from the beating Wow! that um, he died from. Um, Yeah. She, she wrote this beautiful story about, you know, racism and how we are to love each other and equality and justice. And Mm. it just moved me that I said, this needs to be on stage. Hmm. We need to do something about it. And so here we are. Now, we had uh, put it on stage uh, in 2017. Yeah. And it was a huge success with uh, school boards 
and also the general public. And then, of course, like all other stuff, where's the money? Nice. Where yeah, are we getting the yeah. money from to do this right. again, right? So we went on yeah. hiatus. And mm. yeah, uh, yeah. we were able now to mm. just uh, do a uh, like a podcast version oh, of it okay. that we're going to be uh, uh, okay, introducing nice. to the Ministry of Education That's so cool. that it could be implemented into schools so that it's more of an educational mm. piece. Oh, it's impressive. And I can't wait to nice. hear uh, the end result of that. I always wondered what a a uh, <clears throat> a musical translated into just audio would come across as, you know what I mean? Because I think some of the stuff might get lost. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'm sure if it's done well, it would definitely turn out great. But uh, that's a powerful story. I uh, So many questions, but I, I'll maybe another time. I'll it really it. is. Yeah, yeah. sure. Wow, that's I would love for you guys to see it. <laughs> yeah, that too, for sure. Do you have yeah, any other too, plans that you want to? Uh, Sorry, producer? say that again? Do you have any other musicals that you want to produce or, or write or um, be a part not, of? Not, not this time. The, um, Dandelions in the Wind has become one of my babies right now. That I want to see it do well. Like, for sure. And I, my heart is yeah. uh, for educating, well also. educating and mentoring. You mm. know? Yeah. So this is just right up my alley. That's where I am in life right now. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's I mean, it's that that time in life where you get to start to give back and start to use the gifts that you've been blessed with to bless other people. Yeah, so that's yeah. really cool. Also, I think it's kind of interesting because you said you're doing the audio version, which isn't as probably as common for a musical to be on audio. Mm -hmm. But if it's going to be reaching like school boards and just used for education, it does have the added value that way of being able to be used and distributed. Um, like kind of reach further yeah. in that yeah. sense. Yeah. I guess similar to the, it would be if you had it on video or something like that. So there's some value in that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, We're hoping that it, yeah, you know, goes that. beyond that. Canada, that it hits right. the United States, the Caribbean, South America, Definitely. Europe, everywhere, Asia, you yeah, know, yeah, it becomes yeah. a part of the, you know, educational process to, you know, let's eradicate racism. Yeah. I mean that's been a mission for yeah. quite some time now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, anything it's we can do better. to chip away at it yeah. helps, anything, though, right? Yeah. So yeah, anything so we can do, right? It's, this is our legacy that we're leaving yeah. behind. Yeah. Especially this in Black History Month, yeah. that's a yeah. very important topic. Yeah. You know? And I mean that whole even just Black History Month in itself to me is we'll keep it going. I mean, you want to keep it going in terms of just not confining our history or our learning in just this one small, tiny, cold month. And uh, I would love for your, you know, your... Small, tiny, cold, um, yeah. <laughs> your uh, message to be broadcasted, not only in the schools, outside of February, you know, in June or September, October. Yeah. It's important to talk about black history all the time. So I do hope that when it does get distributed, that the kids don't have to learn it in February, that they can learn Oh, that's the goal, is that it would be part of the social studies yeah. curriculum. Mm -hmm. That it's something that they are not just learning for Black History Month. Nice. Right. You know? Perfect. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing stuff, man. I mean, I know we talk all the time, but I've learned some things about you even just in that in this short talk today. So, <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I guess you. we should 
you should let people know where to find you and kind of how to keep up with uh, your ongoing and upcoming projects and things like that too. Yeah, sure. Uh, so you can find me on all the social media uh, pages. So um, Instagram, it's Keisha Wint, Q-U-I-S-H-A-W-I-N-T. Same thing for Twitter. Uh, fan page on Facebook is Keisha Wint 1. Um, QW Productions, same thing. <laughs> you can find okay. all their own uh, uh, social media pages. TikTok, it's QT Wint. I uh, have some little cute videos Q-T. on there as well. Yeah, QT Wint. And uh, yeah, and my website, so KeishaWint.com and QWProductions.com. And Dandelions in the Wind is Dandelions in the Wind, all spelt out in the wind, Toronto.com. Okay, beautiful. I'm definitely going to check that one out. Thank you so much for Thank you. spending Thank some you time with us out. and chatting. And we hope we get to chat with you again soon. Yeah. Maybe when it's finally done, you know, and you can, and it's about to release in the podcast, we can talk about yeah. that specific project some more, you know? Absolutely. Beautiful. Anthony, any last words before we leave? Let's do that. Yeah. Thanks so much. Last words. <laughs> All right, that's it. Bye, everyone. Till next time. As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial.